You're listening to the Growpoint Devo podcast. Our mission is to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. We hope and pray that this podcast will make a difference in your walk with God. So would you turn your Bible with me, please? Galatians chapter 1. And the title of our series that we're going to study for the next few weeks and months is Unchained. Okay, and uh, because this is the theme of the letter of Paul to Galatians, and sa tungikan again as a music theme, it is the theme song as well as we study the book or the letter of Paul to the Galatians. So if you have your Bible with me, say the word word. Paspasa jodin yung maayon as ugay mo, okay? Paspas kay mo nakado. Galatians chapter one is in the New Testament. I wanna first read Galatians chapter one, and then we're gonna dive into the first part of this message. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through men, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me, to the church of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we are if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again. If anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you receive, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be servant of Christ. Can you pray with me? Pray with your submit and pray that the Lord will illumine us, help us understand uh, the message tonight. Father, we acknowledge that this is your word inspired by your spirit. And your word is authoritative over our lives. It has authority over us. And we acknowledge that, Lord, when we come and study your word, we cannot understand it on our own strength. So, Holy Spirit of God, illumine our minds. Um, Let the light shine in our darkened hearts tonight. And open our ears that we may hear your voice tonight, Lord. And give us the eyes to see the truth that you want us to see. Help us to see your beauty, your glory. Evoke our heart to worship the grace, the glory, and the beauty of Christ. And so right now, we just want to surrender our time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me begin by asking you a question. Have you been fooled? Fooled or scum? Okay? okay? Have you been scum? Let me tell you a story about um, a newsboy, the uh, deliver of news. And iyahang naka-headline sa iyahang paghatag sa news sa mga houses because sa una mga wala pa internet, um, the newspaper is delivered to your door. So this young boy shout to, his, to, to the people around him and this is the message of the news. Niyon siya, 50 people get swindled. Now, word swindled meaning but basabot na ilad. Okay? Sa mga wala nakabalo. Okay? Sa mga nakabalo, chill. Okay? 
So ngayon siya, 50 people got swindled, 50 people got swindled, 50 people got swindled. Sa mga tao na curious, give us the news. I will buy a news. Okay, pag buy nila sa news din, lantan nila sa newspaper, hindi mo sila, wala man lang giniunod ang newspaper, okay? Tingala sila, wala yung unod. And the, the boy continues to run and rode his bike and the boy, sa layo na siya, nishaget, 51 people got swindled, 51 people got swindled. And this, the, the, the men who buy the newspaper got swindled. And it's not funny if you got swindled, right? It's not funny if you've been deceived, if you've been scammed. I mean, so many, most people, um, maybe by observation, we can know that some people have been swindled or have been fooled. And there are a lot of uh, examples that people get fooled. We can be fooled by love life. Right? I mean, I heard stories about this that Abinia tinood to siya nga love, Abinia tinood to siya nga person, nakikdate siya nga person, and this person appeals to be true. Feeling niya true na to, and then eventually, gibiaan na dahil siya because lahat niya ang target. Iya dahil ang money na scam ra ka sa love life. And you can be scammed by love life, right? Okay. I mean, some of you, maybe not, maybe you think... <laughs> Oh, good tonight, okay? Maybe you think, well, I thought, I thought that was real. But then, it's not just, it's not real. You've been fooled and you sing the Westlife song, I can't believe I'm fooled again, okay? Maybe you You know, comes a week. So, we is a forgiving. And another reason is that we can be fooled by investment schemes. <clears throat> Din ako ano mo explain because I think it's very trending guy, okay? When, I mean, amazing guy. When I look at my Facebook line, I mean, this, the investment scams are everywhere, right? And maybe you say, I'm defensive, kay mo dilin scam. Blessing, okay? <laughs> I really don't know about that, but listen, pyramid scam, whatever kind of scam is there, there's a scam. Come, there's a scheme to deceive people in terms of their money, in terms of their investment. And another example is that we can be fooled by I- I- um, imitation products. Kabanay mo, abinay mo, pag lando ni mo sa Shopee, I mean, wow, nice kayong product. I mean, wow, I mean, amazing kayo. Sa mall, yung ano yung price na ko kaya, but sa Shopee, very cheap. Okay? And then, order ka. And pag abos ay mong order, expectation versus reality. And you thought, Paggamit ni mo, two days ra, okay? <laughs> and you go, wow, man, this, you, you got scum, right? You get fooled. Another example is this very common today is fake news. I, are you familiar with that? Yeah, I mean, today, makayon kang namatay si Jackie Chan and eventually buhira tayo si Jackie Chan, right? Or nagisulti si Donald Trump nga iyang ibam ang North Korea. Eventually, dili na ito tinood news because there's a lot of fake news. During the election, there is a Pilipinas amazing kay mga fake news, di ba? I mean, people manipulate results or manipulate people's decision through giving them false information. There's a lot of deceivers. There's a lot of scums. There's a lot of uh, things that dili na ka dapat muto because scums and deceitfulness are everywhere. I think last example na ko ipakita ninyo is in, in the internet recently, nakabanday ko na ay ginatawag niya deep fake videos. These are videos, for example, ganaan nila dao ng celebrity. So magama sila ng scandal ng video, but actually, dilito ang celebrity. Nagahimo sa scandal. It's just edited face. They can imitate the voice and they can imitate the face. 
and you thought that this celebrity so-and-so did the scandal, but actually it's just an attack. And it's amazing today. Technology is amazing. It can be used um, it can it can be used to attack against people. In fact, it can be used. Um, the the governments in you uh, in America was so bothered about this because deep fake videos are really real. You, you can be deceived. And because one time I video a great guy imitates Donald Trump, and it is a video. It's not really Donald Trump, but it's, it, it, it is a video that it tries to imitate Donald Trump. And Donald Trump ordered to missile North Korea. <laughs> this is crazy. And if you don't know that it's fake, people can believe that. This controversy, and that's very dangerous today. So my point of telling you this is that deceitful schemes are everywhere. You can be fooled by different areas of your life. You can be fooled to believe something, but it's not true. Now, to be honest, if you can be fooled by investment scheme. I mean, it's sad kaya mawala imo ang money. Right? I mean, ko, ay, sayang, abin ako, tinood na siya ako investment, madata na siya ko. But then eventually, minga, I'm just, I got scum. Okay? And maybe you're sad, but to be honest, you can recover your money. Eventually, right? If you get fooled by love, you know, you thought that was it, but then eventually, dili. But you can recover because you can, you can, you can have, you can find the right one or the true one or the true love, right? But if you get fooled, if you get deceived in your relationship with God, thinking that you have a relationship with God when it's not, my goodness, the consequence is tremendous. It's very serious. Makarecover ka kung maskim ka sa money, makarecover ka na. Love life, makarecover ka na. Okay, whatever. In dessert, mas kim ka, makarecover ka. Okay? Ayaw kasad. Sa relationship na sa gino, my goodness, it's dangerous. Because ang consequences is not temporal. It is eternal. And when Paul write this letter to the Galatians, he is giving a warning to the Galatians about schemes. About, because they've been deceived to believe a certain gospel, which is not a gospel after all. A certain teaching about their relationship with God, which is not really moving them towards God. It's moving them away from God. And in the Bible, the Bible always warns us that we have an enemy that continues to deceive us. We have an enemy whose master skill is to deceive people. We must realize that. That his, in fact, young name is somehow related to deceiver, okay? He is the deceiver, his master of counterfeits, okay? His master of imitating something, but eventually it's not the real thing. In fact, I don't want to summarize tonight. If you would like to summarize what the Bible teaches about this issue, we can say that in the Bible, God creates, but Satan counterfeits what God creates, okay? Can you say the word with me? God creates, but Satan counterfeits. He took God's creation, twists it a little bit, mix it a little bit, and thinks that it is, but it's not. It's different. So that's how the expertise of Satan is. For example, Satan will give you, a God will give truth, but Satan will bring lies contrary to the truth. Another example is that God always brings shepherds in the Bible, but then Satan creates false shepherds called the wolves. They don't care for the sheep. They eat the sheep. Okay? Um, God creates church, but Satan creates false church or false religion. It's always in the Bible. God creates kingdom, His kingdom. Satan creates world system around us. 
that is contrary to God's kingdom. God create angels. Satan has his demons. God enable us to walk in the spirit. Satan wants us to walk in the flesh. God enable us, commands us to walk in love, a life of love. Satan pushes us to live a life of hate rather than love. God push us to have life, bring us life. Satan always brings death in our life. So when God creates, be aware that the devil always counterfeits what God creates. So here's the question because this is a very important subject for us to think about as we study and begin the study of Paul's letter to the Galatians because this is the problem of the Galatian church. They've been fooled. They've been scum in believing a certain gospel that is not a gospel after all. And so here's the question for us that I will bring us in, into your mind. I will bring into your mind is this. How do you foolproof your relationship with God? Okay? How do you foolproof your relationship with God. And dili kadali mailad. Okay? Ganahan mo, anay? Makabalo mo, anay? Dili kadali mailad? You know? Maybe may yung kakabita ko, Master, nailad na dito ko. Nailad ko sa pag-ibig, katutanan, nailad ko sa investment. Kaya hindi ko ganahan mailad sa akong relationships sa ginaan. This is a very important because tonight, this is the most important question you need to ask in yourself. Maybe you think the most important question in your life, how can I have love life? That is not the most important question. Maybe it's how can I have more money? Because not mga travel goals, not mga whatever goals, okay? That is not the most important in life. Because even if you have all those things and you don't have a relationship with God, it means nothing. So pause whatever your needs, whatever your problem, ask this self, ask this question to yourself. Do you have a relationship with God? And how do you make sure you have a relationship with God? And how can you prevent by being fooled to have a relationship with God when in reality you are not? So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you three things because Paul, the Apostle Paul, give us in this passage, give us three things, three things to consider how to pull proof our relationship with God. Kung maganda kay virus ba, ang purpose sa antivirus, gibutang ni mo sa mong phone or laptop, isun sa man, is to detect whether kung na-virus ni sulod sa mong phone, Right? As a Christian, dapat natay install anti-fools for antivirus, the dangerous teachings around us that is infiltrating around us. Dapat dilira tayo believe dayon. Dapat natay certain guards, certain things to consider before we believe. para dilik dalik mas kam, especially in your relationship with God. So three things. First, in this passage, first thing is that we must or you must be aware of the counterfeit gospel. And it's danger. We must be aware that there is such thing as false gospel, a perverted gospel, and that it's a dangerous thing if you don't consider it. Okay? Be aware of that. Here's what Paul says in verse 6. Look with me if you have your Bible. I am astonished. Meaning, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Galatians or turning to a different gospel. I'm astonished. That you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. So, context ane, si Paul is the one who founded churches in the region of Galatia. Galatia is not a city, it's a region. It's like Davao del Sur, diba? Davao del Sur, uh, Davao City is a city in Davao del Sur, right? So, 
Galatia has churches because it's a region. And one of that is Lystra, Iconium, and so on and so forth. If you look at Acts chapter 13 and 14, Paul spent his first missionary journey in this region preaching the gospel in synagogues and then preaching to the Gentiles at the mga tao, nga Jew like us. If you're not a Jew, you are gentle. You're not harsh. You're a Gentile, okay? I am a Gentile. Okay, one, two, three, go. Because you're not a Jew. You're a Gentile. All of us that are not born Jews, we are a Gentile. And so Paul is preaching to these Gentiles, non-Jews, about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the gospel is Paul is, of course, it's, it's a gospel that says you are justified by faith alone, by grace alone, through faith alone in Christ. This is the gospel that Paul preached. So eventually, Dagan responds to the gospel. And Paul spent years in this region. And Dagan Kayo and churches has been established in this region. So from this city to this city to this city, probably three to four cities, there's our churches established. And these churches are called Galatian churches. Okay? And eventually, Paul spent quite a few years, strengthening that these people nga ni believe ni Jesus aning ang mga churches. He strengthened niya, he disciple niya, he doctrinahan niya maayo in order dili ma full. Okay? And eventually, when Paul left this region, Galatian, nibalik siya dito sa, sa Antioch, balik siya sa usaka lugar, eventually, nakadungog siya balita. Yan siya, anong balita? Okay? And then, uh, balita sila na dunggan. Ang balita na dunggan ni Paul is that na ay false teachers Ngayon, mga tao, ngayon, sulod si mga Galatian churches, katong bago na establish ni Paul, ay nag-teach of different gospel other than what Paul preached. So kung ikaw, example, kakita ang Galatian churches, si Paul, ako, for example, ako si Paul, nag-preach ko ninyo about ay nga gospel. Eventually, na ay person, ngayon, sulod lain, and then, ang gospel nga gi-preach is a little bit twisted, a little bit different. It's not totally different, but a little bit different from what Oh, preach. In fact, let me show you and say lang preach, okay? I map the anosige. Um, these people actually, ang tawag nila sa mga scholars is this. These are called Judaizers, okay? Say the word with me, Judaizers. Where to begin? Judaizers and the word and Judaizers is a meaning na actually is to to make you a Jew, okay? Judaizers Christian. These are Jewish Christian. They believe in Jesus, okay? They profess to believe in Jesus. Jewish Christians who teach that faith in Jesus is not enough. So, nayon sila, okay, si Paul man nagtudlo sa inyong gospel, no? And nayon siya, you know what? If you believe in Jesus, believing in Jesus is not enough. You must what? They propagate the belief that one must become a Jew to be truly a Christian. That's the word Judaizer, to make you a Jew. In other words, dilidyo ka kristohanon unless you are a Jew first. So, gentile ka ron? You must become a Jew in order to be truly a Christian. So faith in Jesus is not enough. You must have faith in Jesus plus, ang ilang gitudlo is that plus circumcision. So here's the formula of the Judaizers. Ngayon sila, Jesus grace, yes, Jesus is important, but you need to have circumcision. In other words, circumcision. Okay? Ang mga laki tanan, ngayon siya, okay, karon dili na faith alone ni Jesus. Mga laki tanan, pila, okay? And then eye surgery, okay? May tabo because... To be honest, faith in Jesus' grace is not enough. I can imagine na mga laki sa aning mga paunawan ninyo sa lahat. Dilis ako mag-church ron, ma- ma- um, wifey. Dilis ako mag-church ron because nausob ang doktrina, kinahangla na ay circumcision. Kina- Jesus' grace plus circumcision equals salvation. And Paul was shocked because that is not the gospel after all. 
These Judaizers came and then tells them, you're not saved by faith alone. You're saved by doing this, by doing that, by doing that. If you want to be saved, if you want to be truly a, Christ, truly a Christian, you must be circumcised. You must obey the Mosaic law, the Old Testament law. Para kamaluas. And Paul was shocked because that is not the gospel that he preached and that, that is not the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so Paul warned them about two dangers walk a danger if they continue to believe this false twisted gospel that the Judaizer preach. Alright? First, they are in danger if they continue to believe this. He pulled me right shining a letter because he confront these people. They are in danger. What is the danger? They are in danger in deserting God. Now, deserting God? Deserting God is not a desert like food, okay? Deserting God means a traitor, an enemy, a deserter like Judas Iscariot. He's a deserter, right? A person, but eventually, and if you continue to believe this false gospel that you are not saved by faith alone, Jesus Christ plus circumcision plus everything, then you are deserting God. You make yourself an enemy of God. You are betraying the God who calls you into His grace. You are, this is actually a dangerous thing. Theology, wrong theology is a dangerous thing. Not only they're in danger of that, they're also in danger of God's condemnation. Because the moment you become enemy of God, an enemy of the gospel, you're gonna be condemned. Galatians chapter 1, verse 8 to 9. Even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel, contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be what? Now, niyon si Paul, ang sagayin ni Paul, let him be accursed. And gibalik niya, as we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel, contrary to the one you receive, let him be accursed. Girepeat niya, because Paul wants them to, ginaan siya, mag-get sa mga Galatian nga, believing in a certain form of gospel, which is not a gospel that I, that the Lord Jesus Christ give, is dangerous. Dili niyo pwede may nga okira. It's dangerous because the word curse actually means condemnation. In fact, it's the Old Testament concept of devoted. When a, when a thing is cursed, like your horses is cursed or your thing is cursed, is devoted for destruction. In other words, the moment you twist the gospel, God's going to condemn you. So be careful. You twist the gospel. So here's the point. I'm point now is this. Getting the gospel, the good news right, is a big deal. It is a big deal. And let me tell you, truth really, really matters. Ang kamatuuran. Importante kayo. And especially the truth about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now let me pause and think about this. Most people don't care about truth. Let me tell you that. In fact, let me tell you about you. You don't care about truth sometimes. Here's what most people care. They prefer feel-good experiences rather than truth, right? Mayroon sila, truth, 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 truth. Basta ako happy ko. Basta ako kumatin ka sa church, nice. Yung na nice ang mga people. Nice lights, you know. Nice ang mga music. Nice everything. I mean, it's fun. Ganaan ko fun. Ganaan ko uh, just enjoy life. Truth. 
the God. Diba? Typical? You don't care about truth. You don't always ask, is it true? What you ask is, do I feel good about it? And you are candidate for deception. I mean, that is your thinking when you don't care about truth. Let me tell you, truth matters, teenagers. Truth matters, millennials. If you don't care about truth, you are heading to a wrong path. Because truth matters in life. Now, most people don't care about that. Other people cares about political correctness rather than truth. They don't care about the truth. They care about what people. Majority wins for them. Okay? As long as uh, dilin ako mo, sa man ang truth, good. Kumingan mong huwag ka nga, ikaw ray sakto. How about ang uban? Ang uban, dilin na sakto? Pilain kayo, di ba? Na mga thinking yan na ba nga. Kumingan mong huwag ka, kung ikaw ray sakto, dilin kayo siya inclusive. Narumindid kay ka. And to be honest, let me tell you ha, kung yan ay mong thinking, truth, the nature of truth is always narrow-minded. Let me tell you, one plus one equals two. Mingaw? Say mo na, two. Pero one plus one sa kuha, three. So lie o take o exam. And debate your teacher. Well, teacher, one plus one equals two. Say mo na, wala ba sa kuha, one plus one, three. Let me tell you, in life, it demands truth. And truth is narrow by its nature, Right? It demands exclusivity. Dilikamongin, true for you, but not for me. Truth is always exclusive, not inclusive. So let me tell you about the gospel of Jesus. Guys, it's sometimes you feel like dilikayo politically correct. There's only one true gospel, there's only one true religion, there's only one way to salvation, to heaven. Sometimes in a world around us that promotes plurality, sometimes usahay dilikay na matanggap. Because it's not politically correct. But let me tell you, that's the truth. Okay? <laughs> Some people don't care about the truth because they prefer coolness rather than truth. I, I delete not talk about truth. Let's be cool to one another. And let's be, you know, most people look for churches na cool rather than speaking the truth. You know? Whatever, however you define coolness. So most people don't care about the truth. But let me tell you tonight, Truth matters a lot. And the most important question you need to ask every day as you wake up is not, does it make me feel good? Because a lie can make you feel good. Diba? Have you, have you experienced that? A lie can make you feel good? Like, mayroon ka, guwapa ko. And then, dili sila ganahan ma-offend ka. Guwapa ko sa akong gisuot. Dili sila ganahan and they, they were like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lie can make you feel good. But that's a lie, right? But the, let me tell you, a truth cannot make you feel good. But that's the truth and you need it. Okay? So you wake up every morning, you ask this question, Is it true? Is it true? You ask this question. Not, does it make me feel good? Not, church, encourage feel feeling Do not judge truthfulness by feelings because feelings is not the basis of truth. Because you can feel that the moment you wake up in the morning, ka, feeling ako 6 a.m. Paglantaw ni mo 12 na noon, okay? Feeling does not determine reality. And the gan gan mga Christwana na, feeler. 
Tingnan kay mga prophecy makers yan. Well, feel na ako, giabandon ako ni God because I just feel like this. I feel depressed. Feeling is not the basis for truth. No matter what you feel, ground yourself in what is true, not based on how you feel. Because if you feel disgusted, the reality is in Christ, you're not. Whatever it is, so base your life in the truth of the Word of God. It is based on truth. So ask this question. Kadagan kay mga Kristuhanon sa mga Facebook posts, usahay ka na mga, usahay i-post nila sa mga Facebook post ka mga false teacher, ka mga teacher nga wala diri wala dito, okay? Mayroon sila, kung ano kayo, maka-inspire mangod ang quotation. Pero ang quotation, pagkalayo ra kayo sa kamaturan. And then post dayon. Before you post, before you watch a video, before you watch anything, before you believe anything, ask, is it true? Is it based on the Bible? Is it based on the truth? Don't just believe. Don't just believe me. Look at the Bible. If what I preach is true. Don't just believe everyone. Dali, ayaw pa to, mga Pinoy, dali yung tamutuo da yun, no? Pakita ko ano, gamay, or may milagro gamay, tuo da yun. Stilan. Okay, wala akong kapangiswagaban. Ayaw da yung tuo. Examine ang post and be a healthy skeptic. Listen. And then ask, is it true? On what basis do you believe that? Basis on experience? Or basis on the truth of the Word of God? So you must be aware of the danger because there is such thing as false gospel out there that Paul warns us, okay? The Galatians gospel is faith in Jesus plus circumcision. Today, dagan mga version na Okay? Isa-isa ho na na But you must realize that. Okay, number two. You must be aware of the counterfeit gospel and then the danger of it. And ikadua, you must learn how to discern a counterfeit gospel. Discern. See the word we mean discern. Discern. But basta but kabalok ma-identify. Oh, this is truth. This is error. How do you do that? Okay? How you do install in your mind? You install an app. Nice one. No, na app. Ngayon, install na to sa ito. Ang mind mo yun ka na. Na ay mo detect ba? Error. Okay? Every time mo watch ka YouTube video, error. Okay? I hope na yun nga na. But we can do it. We can install our mind by giving, I'm gonna give you something that will help you discern that what you are hearing, what you are reading is not true. Okay? Because there's always a counterfeit gospel out there. Now, when, let's look at uh, Galatians chapter 1, verses 3 to 5. This is the greetings of Paul to the Galatians. Sa greetings padaan, gawale na si Paul. Okay? Amazing kasi Paul. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father to whom be the glory forever. Amen. Diya palang sa great things na ano siya imply ng mga truth about the gospel. So here's what it means. In the greetings of Paul, we can learn three things about the gospel. Three or four things about the gospel. Nalimutan ko pilakabuok, but three to four things, okay? First, the gospel tells us who we are. The gospel tells us who we are. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 4, the word deliver us. And the translation, it's sometimes it's translated rescue. In our word, Jesus, rescue us. Jesus, deliver us. If you are in need of rescue, if you are in need of deliverance, that means you are helpless and you're lost. So the gospel tells us who we are. Who we are? We're helpless. We're lost. 
You are not a person nga kinahalan kinahalan ta kagamay ra kinahana marag nayon mga tawo ni sila. I am actually good. Kinahalan ako og inspiration gamay. You're not to be honest, you're not good. You are extremely bad. In fact, let me tell you, you are dead. You are helpless in sin. You are dead. You are alienated or removed far from God. On your own, to be honest, you're a sinner. And you know that in yourself. You know that you're selfish. You know that you're self-centered. You know you are sinful. And deep within your heart, you need a rescue. You need hope outside sa mong self. Because kung mulan daw kasi mong heart, there's no hope. There's always sin in your heart, right? There's always failure. You need a rescue that is outside of you. If you want to rescue a person, the hope is not within the person. The hope is outside the person, right? You see a person drowning in the water? The hope is not in the person <laughs> drowning in the water. The hope is the rope that is thrown into the person and says, grab the rope, right? And that's what Jesus did for us. We are helpless. We are lost. We're dead in our sin and God in His mercy and grace give Jesus to us and says to us, trust in Jesus because He alone can rescue you. That's what the gospel. You're dead. You don't need religion. You need rescue. You you don't need moral example. You need deliverance. You need a cure outside yourself. The gospel tells us about who we are. That we are helpless. We are lost. Second, the gospel tells us what God did on our behalf. God did something. He doesn't cooperate with us. He did it alone by Himself on our behalf. Neon in verse 4 that Jesus gave Himself for us. God the Son came down on this earth thousand years ago to die on the cross on our behalf. Let me tell you, Jesus' death on the cross is not inspirational picture. Because some people may say, you know what? Christianity is like this. Si Jesus, nagpakamatay dito sa cross. And that's an inspirational picture for us. Nga dapat putay. Ngunan na puta. Patay. Because let me tell you, you cannot imitate Jesus. Why? Because point number one, you are helpless, you are lost. You cannot be good on your own. That's why Jesus came. And when He came, He gave Himself for our sin. Not because you need an example. You don't need an example. You cannot follow your own rules. You don't need an example. You need a savior. You need someone who will sacrifice himself for your sin because you cannot pay your sin. Jesus paid your sin. Not only that, the gospel tells us what God did on our behalf. The, God the Son gave himself for our sin and yet God the Father eventually when Jesus Christ died on the cross, he was buried and on the third day, he rose again because God sent his Son the Son died on our behalf for our sin. And then God the Father raised His Son in order to show us that He can save us and give us eternal life and can rescue us from sin. So that's the gospel. And the gospel, lastly, it tells us the basis why He did it. Why did God send His Son, died on the cross on our behalf? Why did Jesus do it? Why did the Father send His Son to die on the cross for us? It's because ba, uh, the reason bang gihatag niya bugtong anak because nakita siya ni Kuan, nakita siya ni Gerald nga butan. Amo siya butan makasi Gerald no sayang may imperno si Gerald. Uh, butan bugayo si Mimi. Asila ah, dua jud no. Butan you guys si Kuan. I think I'm gonna give my son because na mga tawo nga butan. So I let my my son Jesus died on the on the cross for the behalf. No. 
The Bible does not say that. The basis for God for giving His Son is not because we are good. It's because He is good. It is His will, not on the basis of our performance. According to the will of God the Father. Why did God save us? Not because you're good, but because He is good and He will to save you. It is His good pleasure without your cooperation. If you look at that, lastly, the gospel tells us that the, the purpose why God did it. Okay? What is the purpose why God did it? Galatians 1 verse 5. So that to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. So here's the gospel. The gospel is God rescue us because we are helpless and lost. And He did something through Jesus Christ on the cross on our behalf. And when we put our faith in Christ, we are saved by His grace alone and the glory belongs to God alone. Now, let me ask you a question. Asa man ka dito dapit? Sa gospel. Asa dito imong picture? Asa imong cooperation? Asa imong participation dito? Wala. Nay one word. Sin. Mora ni mong contribution. Okay? Your contribution for your salvation is your sin which necessitates your salvation. That's it. God did everything. God planned your salvation. Jesus accomplished your salvation through the cross and resurrection. The Spirit applies giving you faith to respond to that salvation. All you have to do is just trust in Jesus Christ. From the very beginning until the end, it's grace and grace alone. That's it. Wala ka. Wala ka gibuat. Now let me tell you this. Human religion is based on human effort to earn God's favor. That's it. Let me tell you about that. Christianity is different. Christianity is grace. It's God that is merciful towards sinful people giving His grace through Jesus Christ to people who trust and believe in His Son. But religion, what, what religion teach you? You must do this, you must do that in order to be saved. For example, okay? In the religion of, um, in the common religion of the world, let me tell you, in Islam, for example, and this is respect, huh? we do respect with uh, people who are maybe background in Islam, but this is a respectful statement to you. I want you to know the truth. But Islam will tell you, you need to follow these rules. Rule number one, you need to follow this, uh, this code of something about Muhammad, in order for you to be saved. So Islam teaches you that in order for you to be saved, you must sacrifice, you must do this, you must obey. Hinduism as well. There's a path that you need to follow and you need to do this and do that. It's human effort. And some cultic religion or false Christianity that is not Christianity after all. Let me tell you, sa mo maluwas, kinalan ka, mabuhat ani, mabuhat ka ani, mabuhat ka ani, kinalan mapabaptize ka, kinalan mayayani ka para ka maluwas. That is not the way of salvation. You are saved by grace and grace alone, not human effort. Human religion is based on human effort to earn God's favor. Christianity is God bestowing His grace of salvation to the lost and helpless sinners through Jesus Christ. Okay, so what good works? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you rules good works. Good works is not the basis of salvation. It is the fruit of salvation. It is not the basis of salvation. Wala niyong si God. Ganaan ka maluwas? 
Dapat buhaton nimo ni buhaton nimo ni para ka maluwas para tagan diga o galuwasan. Jesus said, God does not say that. Ang kaluwasan is solely based on grace. Why? Because we're helpless and lost. We cannot save ourselves. God give us grace. So good works is not the basis, it's the fruit, it's the result of our salvation. So let me give you three questions to discern a counterfeit gospel. Three, yeah. First, you ask this question. Is it a new gospel? Because let me tell you, there's no such thing as new. Kung I person sa Facebook or sa video or whatever, na ako'y bago nga ibanghilyo, okay? Bago nga kaluwasan, okay? Bago, whatever. Run! Because to be honest, there's no new because the Bible is old. The gospel has been preached throughout generation over there's no there's no new gospel because the gospel is not made up by man it's given by god through his apostles it's written in the bible there's new gospel well i am the new messiah of mindanao well i am the modern moses you know i Beware of new because the gospel is not new. It's in the Bible over and over again. My, and to be honest, the Galatian controversy, ninyong sila, ang mga Galatians mo, they believe of uh, faith in Jesus plus, okay, faith in Jesus plus circumcision, okay? Faith in Jesus plus obedient to the Mosaic law. Paul says, no, it's faith in Jesus plus nothing equals salvation. Nothing. How do we put plus in Jesus today? Well, let me ask you. Let me give you an illustration. The Mormons, okay, we do respect, okay? The Mormon says, well, faith in Jesus is not enough. You need to be a member of the Mormon church and you need to obey the pearl of great price. That's their Bible. <laughs> and the book of Mormons, okay? They believe that. And they believe that Jesus Christ is brother with Lucifer. Okay? And the Jehovah's Witness believe that faith in Jesus is not enough. You must be a member of Jehovah's Witness and you must believe the watchtower. You know, whatever. <laughs> the articles, okay? And so on and so forth. Uh, beware of this. Beware of people telling you faith plus church membership para kamaluas. Because now mga religion today, to be honest, around you, kung like, dili ka members among church, dili ka maluwas. Patay. It's faith in Christ alone. Because, uh, dili na na grace kung member ka para kamaluas. Now mga people niya, Faith in Jesus plus baptism para kamaluwas. Baptism cannot save you. It's just water. Well, faith in Jesus plus speaking in tongues. Kung di ka mag-speak in tongues, di ka say bro. Where is that in the Bible? <laughs> that kinalang ka mag-speak in tongues to prove that you are saved. Well, di ka maluwas kung wala ka prosper sa gino. Di ka tinuod nga kristuhanon. You know? Dapat kung kristuhanan ka, duol ka sa gino, na ay favor, na ay material blessing, na ay housing lot. Patay. Because it's very common today in churches that faith in Jesus plus all this blessing, faith plus, plus, plus. Let me tell you, it's not faith plus. 
It's not faith in Jesus plus. It's faith in Jesus alone. Period. Is your salvation. Well, naoban may sila. You know what? And this is a respectful likay. Respectful na nakuhaan. Dili ko. Nag-atake lagi ka, Pastor. Well, let me tell you. Truth is truth. I need to expose some false belief because this is the theme of our passage. Well, lovingly, I will tell you this. I used to believe nga sa una, pag mamatay ka, dili ka mo diriso sa langit. Nakakay in between or layovers. Layover. And the layover is, in, is, is called purgatory. Okay? So may mga sala, kung bad kay ka, dili ka mo diriso sa langit, kinahalan, dili ka sa purgatory, i-purge. Okay? Tanan ng mga sala. Now, kung mga tao, unigyan sila, this is the teaching, kung mga tao, magampo sila kanunay sa muha, then yung mga sala, malipiuhan tungkol sa ilahang pagampo. I used to believe that. To be honest, this is respectful, ha? Nga ako pag, 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 Salty sa inyo, ha? But let me, let me be frank. That is not what the Bible teaches. And this is very common in 500 years ago. It's very common, even today. That may hanggang, well, kinalam pa ka magpabaptize, maging ani, magbuhat yung ani. Dilikan mo rin sa langit, kaya kinalam pa ka. Ngayon sila, kung mo-donate ka, o ganyan a certain amount, na matabangan dito na mo itong mga relatives ni mo dito, para madito sa langit. To be honest, let me tell you, lovingly, I will tell you, that's not what the Bible teaches. Well, misla, kung usang namataan, may pakamat yan. <laughs> Please don't. Please ask, is it true? Is what I believe true? And please be humble enough to re-examine why you believe what you believe. Please don't just, ayaw yung ano yung reasoning, good? Ay, kung sa'yo mong gituhuan, nituho ko kung sa'yo gituhuan sa akong religion. Kung sa'yo gituhuan sa religion, hindi mo. Well, kung sa'yo gituhuan sa religion, mupo'y akong gituhuan. Hindi rin nakakabalo, mubay sa'yo mong, sa'yo mong, you don't know how to examine. So, ako ang challenge sa'yo, Arondri, is examine yourself. Ask this question, is this according to the truth, is it a new gospel or a false gospel? Ikaduha, Ask this question. How do you discern a counterfeit gospel? Ikadua is, ask this question. Is there a demonic revelation? Even if we, or what? An angel from heaven. <laughs> this is a big deal. Let me tell you, okay? Katuhuan siya na. Kung example na, katulog ka, okay? And then eventually, nai-anghel mo, pakita ni mo, ngayon siya. You know what? This is the new gospel. Angel, Okay? Kabalo ka ang sa ibang feeling mo, tuwag ka because that's an angel. You never, angel is not common. Wala kami nga, everyday ako nakita ng angel, no? Talag sa onra. And when you say a miracle, you tend to believe, right? E nga na ba itong mga Pinoy? Atong habit. When naragani, gamay nga milagro, isimbahon din nato ang milagro, okay? For example, naragani, gamay nga nawong sa chips, sa, kuhan, sa ganing nga chips ka ng kuhan. Whatever chips, alright? Or pag, pagluto ni mo o cupcake. Dahil ang cupcake ni Pormara Gamay o nawang ni Jesus, may go, oh, Jesus! Okay? And eventually, ibutang na ni mo, then iba na simbaho na ni... Pastilan. Ngayon si po, even that, even an angel come from heaven and will preach another gospel other than that you believe, let him be cursed. Condemn him. And I'm gonna emphasize this because most religion that is founded today, the greatest religion, greatest, kind of biggest, one of the biggest religion that is founded today is based on a demonic revelation. 
Let me give you an example. Mormons, okay? The Mormons is based on demonic religion because I can say lang founder, Joseph Smith, okay? The, the name of the founder is Joseph Smith. And ayun si Joseph Smith, the reason, because I have new revelation. And ayun siya, an angel came to me and the name of the angel is Moroni. And Moroni, the angel, tells him about this gospel. Is this new gospel. This, that's why he built the Mormon church. Says, even if an angel does that, don't believe that angel. Okay? Samot ng alan, Moroni. Kay kwaon ng ay, Moron. Okay? So ask this question. Is there a demonic revelation? Because the devil, let me tell you, the devil can wear a light and deceive you into believing something. I mean, don't believe everything. Don't believe everything. Okay? Number three. Here's the question you need to ask. Is the dominant mode love for God or fear of man? You know a false gospel or false religion when it's about fearing man rather than loving God. Am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Here's how you know it's a false religion. Because people always look up to the leader. Well, according to our leader. According to our leader. Among leader, mag-iya sa okay? Okay? Number four. Okay? Number four. 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 Tanda na lang, leader. And yung leader, ilang halos na ginasimba. Let, listen, let me tell you, Christianity is not about human leaders. It's about Jesus and Jesus alone. It's not about the leader. I don't care about the leader. I don't care about kinsang leader. As long as it's faithful to the word of God, the message before the messenger. It's not about the leader. You know, may unsila, well, you should believe in me. Why? Because I'm doctor in this, I'm doctor in that, I'm doctor in... Pahala kung doctor ka. You know? You know, I really don't care. Whatever, pitch day, whatever. To be honest, you're, you're not the basis of truth. The Bible is. It's not, it's not you. It's not pila ka mga letter at the end of your name, PhD, EDD, you know, whatever. You know, I, some people may usla at ah, nutuod ko ani nga tawo kay nganong man. Grabe ang mga PhD, grabe ang mga doctor in this, doctor in that. Well, he might be a doctor in this and doctor in that, but he will deceive you if he's not according. And most false teachers, listen, they will use gullible people katong dali mo tuo. In fact, katong mga 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 tao who are in crisis, katong mga tao nga naay mga problema, and may usla kung ganahan ka masulbad sa imong problema, believe in this and they always appeal to you in your lowest moment. But they don't care about you, they care about what your money. They just care about themselves. So beware of that. Okay? Beware of this false stupidity by people around us. Unsay ginagamit ra ang alan sa Ginoo, you know, unsay magsakit kay sa kasingkasing ang ginagamit, you know. Ngalan sa Ginoo para mangilad og mga tao. Ginamit ang pulong sa Ginoo. Usahay na lang ikataon nga gapangita ka kamatuoran, wala na kakabalo unsay imong tuoan, di ba? Kay bisag ang mga tao nga dala og false gospel, Ginoo man putilang gidala. So beware and learn how to ask this question. Okay? How do you foolproof your relationship with God? 
be aware of a counterfeit gospel and its danger. Ikaduwa, you must learn how to discern a false gospel. True gospel is by grace. Faith in Christ alone equals salvation. No plus. It's faith in Christ and Christ alone. No additional. Because it's not good. See, for example, this is a water. This is a pure water, right? If I put a drop of rat poison in this water, is it pure? Is it a water? No, not anymore. Because it's mixed by something foreign from water. It becomes diluted, it becomes perverted, and when I drink it, it is very dangerous. That's the gospel. The gospel is pure. It's grace alone in Christ. Once you put additional works, it's no longer the gospel. It's called anti-gospel. Anti-good news. So number three, this is for us Christians. I believe in that, Pastor Mark. Because I believe in that gospel. I'm I justified by faith alone in Christ alone. So give me something that speaks to me. Let, if you're a Christian, this is for you. Point number three. Okay? Not only you must do that, but you must actively declare the gospel to yourself and others. Let me tell you, the gospel of the gospel is not the basic and then you move on. The gospel is the A to Z of the Christian life. You never graduate from the gospel. Every day you need it. You need the grace of God. You need the gospel. So you must declare the gospel to yourself and others. Here's what Paul says in Galatians chapter 1, verse 6. I'm astonished that you are so quickly. I mean, he's saying to the Galatians, guys, I spent years preaching the gospel, discipling you, and hawara ko gamay, nakadungog na ko, nanibaliktad na mo. Amazing. It's like River Maya's song. Okay, bilis namang maglaho. Pagibig mo, sinta. Daig mo ba? I mean, come on! You are so quick. At first, may ka, yes, by grace in, in Christ alone, faith alone, grace alone. And then eventually, niabot na mga Judaizers, you don't believe in that anymore. How quick you are. Let, let me tell you, it's not just the problem of the Galatians. It's our problem as well. Because we believe in the gospel of faith alone, grace alone, theologically, but practically and psychologically, we don't believe actually. Because sometimes we believe in the gospel of grace, but we don't live a life of grace. Let me show you an example. Let me, let me tell you this. Grace actually is difficult concept and reality to live with. Most Christians, ako ang katok, is mayon sila. You know what? Grace is so simple. Grace is easy. Kana mga teaching about grace, sayon na. Let me tell you, it's not. It's hard. Grace is so hard. Grace is hard reality to grasp in your mind. Why? Because we live in a world that tells us if you want to get it, earn it. Right? We don't live a we don't live in a world of grace. We live in a world of earning it. There's no grace in our world. In fact, our world is void, zero in terms of grace. For example, ganahan ka may nakagrade nga dako, earn it. Ganahan ka nice job, earn it. Ganahan ka nice girlfriend and boyfriend, earn it. Ganahan ka nice thing, earn it, right? The world. If you are not looking like this, if you are not having these things, if you are not having these things, you're nothing. 
That's the world tell us, right? And our stress is like that because I'm not like this, I'm not like that, I can do that. We live in a world void of grace. In fact, our world is so harsh. It's survival of the fittest. It's dog, it's dog. If you are weak, you are despised. If you are strong, you are elevated. People look up to you, right? If you're weak, you're scum of the earth. And most of you, you feel like a failure. Most people in their worst day feels like a failure. And we live in a world that the weak is bullied and the strong are proud. We live in a world in which people are being despised. The world despises the weak, elevate the strong. But let me tell you this. Everybody is weak. Everybody, including you right now, you're listening to me. You're weak. Everybody is hungry and crying for grace deep within. Let me tell you about you. You're insecure about something. You're insecure about whether God could love you, could accept you. You're insecure about yourself because we, you wake up every day and you look at the world around you. I mean, and the world around you, if you don't look like this in advertisement, you're nothing. That's the world stealing us, right? And the reason why you're stressed and the reason why you have problems in your life is because you believe that messages. And deep within you, there's a consciousness that I must do this, I must do that, I must do that, I must prove that I'm worthy, I must prove that I'm lovable, I must prove that I'm acceptable, I must prove, and you're stressed and you have a problem because you're trying to earn grace in your life. Everybody is crying. A story by Ernest Hemingway tells a story about this, about this truth. Uh, there's a Spanish father. He decides to reconcile with his son who ran away to Madrid. So he ran away. And father was looking to his son. And father remorseful son. And advertisement in the newspaper. And this is the advertisement in the newspaper. Paco. That's the common name of a Mexican. He's a Mexican. Paco, meet me at the Hotel Montana known Tuesday. All is forgiven by Papa. So, meet me at Hotel Montana known Tuesday. All is forgiven by Papa. And then, the father goes into Hotel Montana at noon. And he finds 800 young men named Paco waiting for their fathers. 800. It's a very common name. You know what it tells us? Everyone is crying for grace. Everyone has been laid astray. Everyone is struggling in the inside of grace. You know who you are. When you look at your life, you know you're not. You always say, I'm not perfect. Yes, you are not perfect. Surprise, you're not perfect, okay? Deep within your heart, you know you fail. Deep within the heart, you know you're not true to yourself. Deep within your heart, you're insecure. You're, you feel sinful. You feel dirty about yourself. You feel hypocrite sometimes, even if you're a Christian right now. Deep within your heart, you're crying for grace. But let me tell you, God does not came. Jesus does not came for the strong. He came for the weak. He does not came for the accomplished. He came for those who fail. He came for you. In your lowest moment, He came for you. Because you, you never have highest moment. You're always lowest. 
you have all you are always having the lowest moment in your life because of your sin in the moment that you're weak you're helpless you're lost you're insecure jesus came and says to you i love you not because you're lovable i just love you period that's it You know, usay kabante man I struggle say myself as a Christian. I'm going to talk about the Christian even for the Christian. Kabante ka when you look yourself in the mirror and you know you are not as you ought to be. When you hear the sermons, ka dapat mo ni buhatan but eventually you sense in your heart I fail. You know, during the prayer campaign dapat ka magpray pero wala ka ka pray and niyon ka 5:17 so wala ka ka pray. I mean, kadapat ming aning ko, dapat mo give ko. Eventually, sometimes you sense selfishness in your heart and you don't give. And sometimes you come to church, actually you don't have joy, you don't have peace, you have guilt. And every time amino kasi sermon, another guilt. And then you look at your life, why am I not, why am I like this? Ang uban, ano nga na sila, nindot kay lang life, nindot kay lang devotional life. Pero ako ano nga na gay ko, and you feel insecure. You feel like God abandoned you. You feel like you don't. God doesn't love you because you're not like them. They're super Christian. Ikaw lowest Christian, but there's no such thing as lowest and super Christian. Everything is grace. You're not a second-class Christian because you don't do something. You are a Christian loved by Jesus purely because of His grace, not on what what you do. So let me tell you, if you are struggling, if you're if you're filled with guilt, let me tell you, His grace is so much more. You just come to Him tonight. There is a counselor named David Simmons. I want to quote him in his jam. He's a counselor. Ayan ginabuhat sa mga counselor kaya mga tao ngan ay problema sa ilahang kasing-kasing o zelang kinabuhi. Kinsa jud wala kita matanan di ba? But the focus is mga Christian because even the Christians are struggling. You know, even you, you come, you who come to church every Sunday, I know you have a problem. I know you have a struggle. And David Simmons, in his quotation, many years ago, this is his learning. Over hundreds and hundreds of counseling, he distilled the wisdom in these words. Many years ago. I was driven to conclusion that two causes of most emotional problems among evangelical Christians are these: the failure to understand, receive, and live out God's unconditional grace and forgiveness. It's profound. Pause and let that sink. Kapanisya, kabalo kasi problema ni mo. Because you fail to understand how much God loves you. You know why you feel what you feel, why you do what you do. You don't know. You know why you don't have the joy, the power, the victory. You haven't really understand God's grace. You don't really understand God's. Maybe for you it's just theology, just theology. It's not in this heart. And yun siya, ikadua, yun siya. And the failure to give out that unconditional love, forgiveness, and grace to other people. I love what he said. He said, "We read, we hear, we believe God theology of grace, but that's not the way we live. The good news of the gospel of grace has not penetrated the level of your emotions." 
Can I ask that to you? Because I know you know theology of grace. A million, a hundred sermons, you hear about grace. But the moment Monday hits, you forget it. There's always a tendency. That's why you need to declare the grace of God, the gospel that you are justified by faith alone, in Christ alone, not on what you do every day of your life. The devil will tell you, you're a hypocrite. You come come to church, lah. You know? You come to church and you do this and you do that. And you don't apply. You're a hypocrite. And the devil will tell you that. Push you. But let me tell you, if you trust in Christ, you're no longer defined by your failures. Yes, you fail. And yes, you, you are hypocrites sometimes. In fact, let me tell you, you and me, we're recovering hypocrites. We are. I, I defend. We are recovering hypocrites. But we are what we are and we can make progress only by the grace of God. So be humble. Do not be proud. You know, some people na yun sila. Kanang Christian life, kanang pagka on fire, on fire ni mo, kanang pagka passionate ni mo, mayroon na sa sugod. At the end, tag God. Balik ra kagyapon, bugnaw ra kagyapon. That's a lie. Because lovingly, I tell you, if you understand grace of God, if you understand, the more you look at your sin, and the more you look at God's holiness, and the more you look at God's grace, you will never feel cold. In fact, grace is always amazing. If you think, it's because you believe a lie, and you forgot the grace. That first one saved you. Grace from Jesus is what you need. And it's what others around you need. Look at your friends, look at your classmates, look at the people around, look at your family. They don't need religion. They don't need moral instruction. You repent! Salah na siya! And they may be sinning. You might be true. But they know it as well. Before mayon kang makasala ka, kabalo na sila, deep within your heart, they're sinner. You know what the world is hungry about? It's not moral exhortation. You be good! You, you know, you turn your new lip or you do this, you be religious. No! The world is hungry for grace. The world is hungry for a Savior who can give grace. You need that. They need that as well. I like what Gordon McDonald. I want to close this. Gordon McDonald says, an author, the world can do almost anything as well as better or better than the church. I mean, the world can do that. In fact, mas maayo pa sila, di ba? Sila mga talent, whatever. You need not be a Christian to build houses. That's right. Feed the hungry. You don't need to be a Christian to feed the hungry. Right? Or heal the sick. There's only one thing the world cannot do. It cannot offer grace. And if you are a Christian, you have the grace of Jesus. And you know the grace of Jesus. And the world around you is hungry for the grace. They're hungry for a love that is not conditioned on their performance. They're hungry for an embrace that says, I know we can move on. Preach the gospel to yourself. And preach the gospel of grace to others. Because you are justified by grace alone. Not anything that you have done nor anything you can add. How do you full prop your relationship with God? Number one, you need to be aware there's a danger. Care for the truth. Know the truth. Ground yourself in the truth. 
learn what's the truth. If you are here tonight, you're a non-Christian, and mirroring ka, to be honest, God, God, tinabi ko ano yung church, makakabaloon sa ikong kamaturan. Seek the truth. The Bible says, if you seek the truth, if you seek God, God will lead you into His truth. Seek Him. Kaya learn how to discern counterfeit gospel in your life. Don't just believe. Ask, is it true? Examine it. Be a Berean who, before kamutuo, lantawa, on sigisuli sa Bible. And ask people to help you learn what's truth. Seek it. Thirdly, if you are a Christian right now, continue to believe in the grace that saves you in the first place. Dili ka makaingon nga, maayon na kayo, nag-devotion ako, nag-pray na ako, I don't need the gospel anymore in my life. <laughs> in your worst day or in your best day, you need His grace. Tell it to yourself. Tell it to others around. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much as we come into this first letter, the Galatians letter of Paul and the Galatians to the Galatians, Lord. Thank you for reminding us that we are made right in our relationship with God, not by our works, not by our performance, but by grace and grace alone in Christ alone, Lord. That's the gospel. Teach us not to depend upon ourselves. In fact, teach us to rest upon the gospel. For some of us, maybe guilty kami, even some of Christohanan na may God, but usahay, malimot me sa pagka-amazing sa mong grace, sa mong kinabuhi. Usahay, nakapamitin din si to earn your favor. Whenever we sin, we wallow in self-pity. We look at ourselves. We forget to run to the cross. We forget to run to Jesus. We look at ourselves and we, we self-pity and we compare ourselves to people around us rather than boasting in the grace, rather than being humbled by the grace, rather than being dependent on the cross of Jesus Christ. We become, we believe the devil's lie. That's why we live lives of despair, discouragement, doubt, rather than exemplify joy, forgiveness, love, We are a people that forgets and continues to forget your unconditional love and grace in our life. Father, teach us. Teach us that from the beginning to the end, it is all by your grace and your grace alone. Humble us. Make us dependent. Give us hope. For some of us here tonight, maybe discouraged because they look at themselves and to be honest, they're very discouraged about their walk with you. Father, right now, I pray. Make, open their eyes that they may see your grace fresh. Open their eyes that they, will, that they will see you, Lord Jesus, opening up your arms and willingly embracing them once again. Because you can say to us, you know our struggles, you know our pain. You have paid everything. We don't need to wallow in self-pity. We can move on because of your grace. Encourage the faint-hearted tonight. Speak to us. Give us fresh experiences of your embrace and your love toward us. Deep within us, we're hungry for you. We're hungry for your grace. Thank you that it's through Jesus Christ and Christ alone we can be saved. We can be justified. Surrender everything to your loving heart. In Jesus' name. All God's people said, Amen.